0: Where's my sandwich?
2: To all who
3: come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast.
1: (laughs) How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is
3: strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired.
2: I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty
0: Isis. And here we go.
1: episode title as good as it gets nice. what if, what if? no what if what if this is as good as it gets question mark <laughs> i think we passed that we peaked. Uh, this show peaked long before i got here i'm sure and i'm just wow trying to wow uh, that, that try
2: confidence to... is amazing <laughs> <laughs> geek stuff we're in decline <laughs> Geeks. Slu- th- not, not yet not uh, yet
1: the fall of western civilization is the fall of geek stuff civilization no.
3: No, why don't we start the show and have this conversation because uh, I have good comments. Oh, I already started this recording. This is it. Oh, oh, oh. Well, hello. So oh. on your on your comment, you know, you know how oftentimes we say that this is like the little rascals do a podcast. Yes. Right. So I think you know if it, when it comes to uh, for those of you just joining, uh, we we've been you know we're we're talking about you know sort of the. The Scott made a comment that the show peaked long before him, which I don't agree. Um, uh, but you know, I view this show exactly like the run of Hal Roach's Our Gang films that you may know better as The Little Rascals because they were rebranded as such at some point for TV, I'm pretty sure. And the point is, um, just like the little rascals, you know, some of the rascals grew up. They aged out of being part of the films. And then you had new rascals come in and there you go. That's kind of, that's kind of the way that I sort of look at, uh, our show is that, you know, some rascals aged out. You know, some of them still are associated. They're up in the front office and uh, and and these are the current rascals. But that doesn't we haven't crossed over to the MGM, our gang films yet. We're not in that. We're not in that. Spanky's getting a bit old and you got Froggy and Mickey, who actually turns out to be. uh, What's his name from Beretta?
0: The oh, one that killed his wife. The one that killed his I, wife, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll look uh, it up.
3: I can't remember his name. Oh, that's embarrassing. I can see his face clear as a bell, but I can't remember. We're not in that era of the Little Rascals yet. Froggy and Mickey and, well, those two really are the standouts from that era. Robert Blake. Robert Blake, right. We're not in that Robert Blake era yet. Um, And, and you know, and even those brought something to the table, but I don't think we're there yet. So,
1: I'm just saying. To, to use another analogy, is it uh, like when uh, they replaced Chrissy on Three's Company with other yeah. actresses that just never quite, uh, it wasn't, was never the same? And then eventually, yeah, was, Jack went um, on to be Three's a crowd with uh, his girlfriend and her father. its
3: It was his, I believe he got married. I'm pretty sure that was his, didn't he get married?
1: Okay, yeah, and that was his
3: father-in-law yeah it was his father in law yeah yeah and the ropers had their own show so
1: that's kind of like the sandwich shop <laughs> oh you're the hey the ropers wasn't bad cuz the best part about the ropers was whenever he would say the line and he would look at the camera for the for the laugh Break reaction the fourth wall yeah oh norman
3: fell that was norman fell um and and going back to your threes company analogy i can see, i can see both of their faces one it was priscilla barnes was the last of the blonde roommates. Yes. And then the one in the middle, I always forget her name, Um, but I also thought she was the most gorgeous of the three of the blonde roommates, but I constantly forget her name. And wasn't she like, she was like a big klutz or something. Wasn't that the, the gag there? And more than that, it's like, it seemed like every time there was a klutzy maneuver, it somehow hurt
1: Jack. I mean, yeah, that was the gag, right? It, yeah, it, it was very slapsticky was and jack would always get hurt yeah yes. I, i'm pretty From sure
3: what that i remember of the good. show i think it was something along those lines i can't i can't even remember the character's name jack janet and chrissy were the original and then i do not remember the other two
1: and, and her full her full name was chrissy snow christmas snow was her christmas real name Christmas snow yeah, yeah i know that Yep. Um, but
3: I don't remember who replaced her and I remember it was Priscilla Barnes I'm pretty sure was the actress that replaced the middle one.
1: So in 1980 Jenna Lee Harrison replaced yes. uh, Chrissy as her first cousin Cindy.
3: Cindy, that's it, right. And then after that it was Priscilla Barnes but I can't remember her character name.
2: Oh shoot, it's, I don't know. Let's see. I don't see it. Uh, I can't. I can't tell you. I lost okay. it. I had it, and then I lost it. Priscilla
3: Barnes
1: was Terry Alden, so Terry.
3: Terry, that's it, right. Chrissy, Cindy, Terry. Yeah. Right. Anyway, enough about the history of Three's Company. So <laughs> to bring this part of the conversation to a close, we have where we have not peaked, and this is not as good as it gets, kids. You know, this is uh, – le- let me tell you about a couple of things that, that we know for sure are upcoming. Our first T-shirts in quite a long while. Will be available over on uh, over on I think it's T Public I think it's one of those T shirt play. We'll have a link when when it's up and of course that will be um, one of our most re- our most recent logo design from East Coast Scott which premiered at New York Comic Con this year. So we'll have T shirts up there available for that and uh, and there's another T shirt. There's a sandwich shop idea T shirt idea uh, that I have in mind that, uh, hopefully we're going to be able to sort that out too. Um, and, uh, and that will be very interesting and, uh, yeah, but then there's other things, other segments and things, uh, that, that we're working on and we're, we're planning and plotting. And it's a little difficult when you have such a wide ranging staff. So let's not forget. I'm in Hawaii. West coast. Scott is in California and the sandwich is on the East Coast. So it's just difficult with the three of us spread out so far. We today. are a geek stuff worldwide. We, we it's true. It's true. We are geek stuff half the planet. That's for certain. <laughs> um, and it, 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 it can be a little difficult to coordinate thing, you know, we all have lives, too. So it's a little difficult for us to coordinate things to the level which we'd like to, you know, uh, you know, uh, get them together, so to speak. However, that said, um, we've discussed a number of things that will occur when two of us, and I would say in, in, in the not too distant future, we'll at least be in the same place and we'll be able to work on those sort of things. Um, all kinds of ideas are spinning around. So yeah, you have not seen the best of us yet. You certainly have seen the worst, um, but that was way, way, way long ago. So like way long ago, like super long ago. Um, And yeah, we're going to continue to be what we have been described as uh, the daily show for geek culture, but on a weekly basis, Uh, we're going to continue to be that we're going to continue talking about the things that we love and we like and we hate and hate. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so that's 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 what we're going to do. Anything else above and beyond? And with that, folks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we're doing above and beyond that is just kind of bonus to this show because this show is what we intended to do. So any of those other things, you know, like when we get our live action uh D when we get our sorry, when we get our D game together, our 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 Twitch D D game, when we get that together, that's just a bonus thing.
2: Legend you of know. Sandwich Isles.
3: That's it. Yeah. When we get those sort of things together, those are all bonus things to this show. This show is the core of the uh the geek stuff universe. Everything that spins out of this
1: comes out of this big bang right here. So well, and it. so if you are following along with the ascension of Geek Stuff TNG. be sure that you're following on facebook twitter and instagram it's Geek Stuff TNG on all those places if you want to participate in the show you can give us a call on the gvm line
2: 201-730-2547 if you'd like to send us an email you can do that at geekstufftng at gmail.com and if you really want to
1: support the show, you can do that over on the Patreons where for just a dollar a month you can join the private Discord server. For $3 a month, you get the show essentially the day after we record it, which is typically we record on Monday so you get it on Tuesday night. Uh for 3, I'm sorry, for $5 a month, it's the bonus round where you get the weekly bonus show, usually that's the sandwich shop as well as a biweekly weekly uh, vintage episode of Big Kev's geek stuff. I think we're in the mid 60s somewhere with uh, so episodes that aired around 2007 right now. And then uh, for $10 a month, all the magic right here watching us live and direct on the Instagram Live. Very exciting. It's all very, very exciting stuff. So with that...
2: Geek Stuff. What's in the news?
1: So where should we start? Um, I saw an
3: article... I'm sorry. I'm going to start this one off. I'm going to go right to... I'm going to go right to the has lab Rancor, which is currently at, uh, what do you have that window open still? Scott refresh because we've been watching it.
1: Let me refresh, refreshing. It
3: is. It is literally like, like watching people's souls get sucked out of them. <laughs> it is six, 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 zero. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it's six, six, six. Um, So 6,660 people, 9,000 needed to bring this thing to to fruition, Uh, the HasLab Rancor, Black Series Rancor, so 6-inch scaled Rancor, it's a big boy, that's for certain. We talked about what an absolutely shit job Hasbro has done rolling out this HasLab not not the least of which uh, of the reasons is that they have two other has labs going on at the same fucking time has lab for the gi joe sky striker which is a three and three quarter product by the way and they don't have any other three and three quarter product currently so why on earth they didn't do gi joe classified series which is their six inch line which is enormously popular right now super popular right now but they decided to do a three and three quarter basically an update on a vintage gi joe product that already exists and guess what you can get a vintage one for about you know 175 200 bucks and this one is 100 and whatever
1: it is um, no, we're gonna. This one's two twenty nine, isn't it? The GI Joe oh, Sky striker
3: no, Oh, I, I stand corrected. Two twenty nine, where you can get a vintage one for about two hundred. It's basically the same plane.
1: Yeah, it's and they're at seventy five forty two out
3: of ten thousand. And they still have like a day left to go. How many hours in Haslab? uh
1: We are four hours and, and twenty four minutes at the time of. Four uh, and a
3: half hours away from hopefully, God willing, this thing falling on its fucking face and dying. Um. So uh what what's the news with the has oh oh and I should say uh not not to leave the thought undone, the third has lab is Egon's Proton Pack, uh full size, um cosplay, you know, prop replica sized Egon's um uh, pack from Ghostbusters that funded, I think, in the first day. Yeah almost days.
2: fourteen thousand of a seven thousand yeah. target with still about a week to go yeah
3: and what's hysterical um I- I- about this is there is a if you look on the uh, on the proton pack there is a limit of five right here's what's funny you do not get the neutrino i think it's neutrino wand you don't get the wand you know the part they shoot from That does not come with this pack. You have to buy that separately. And it's like 120 bucks or whatever it is. But if you put that page up, what you'll notice on that page is that that is a limit of two per customer. Hmm. So if you buy five (laughs) packs, you can only buy two wands. Why? Well, uh, Tony over at um, Analog Toys, you can look it up on YouTube, Analog Toys, uh he's great another brilliant brilliant presenter i love that guy um he says or he he speculates that they're not going to produce as many wands as they produce packs so you're gonna have guys who are shut out because they'll have a pack and they'll have a stupid wand to use with it else why would there only be two wands available per person It's fucking stupid. It's fucking madness, this fucking Hasbro nonsense. All right, let's bounce back to Rancor. Um, This past week, we did not talk about this last week, right? This happened after, didn't it? Right, it did. Okay, so in a desperate attempt to turn the Rancor around, because you may remember last week we talked about the fact that the Rancor was losing people losing people it would have it was up around 5200 and it dropped all the way down to like 47 4600 somewhere in there in order to um get people back on board hasbro announced that they are going to produce a brand new black series that's the six inch line Malachili, who is the rancor keeper why because they are desperate to not have this project fail, so we don't have any images, we don't have any renders, we don't know a thing about what this character is going to look like, but they're saying that he's going to be included, and and furthermore, he is not a new untier lock, uh, uh, he's not a new tier unlock. Rather, he actually, if they fund it at nine thousand people he comes with it so you'll get the rancor and the rancor keeper for 350 bucks is that what it is 400 bucks after
1: taxes and shipping so real quick they put a picture of the rancor keeper on there just it's like a it's almost like a screenshot from uh from the movie movie. and it It says it says reference image shown not the actual product Product may vary in final production pending licensor approval
3: yeah So what they're doing is they're going and they're saying, well, we're going to make the Rancor Keeper and we're going to throw them in if it funds at 9,000 people. Now, you can go over to our Facebook.
1: Uh, Facebook Facebook.com slash TNG. That's
2: not my thing. That's your thing. That's your thing. No, it's not. I've never those, said the Facebook. You always announce- say it.
1: Those
3: announcements are your thing, sir. No, they're not. That's your they're, announcement. They're your thing. They are
2: 100% your thing. You're just saying that because you wanted to make sure I was paying attention, which I was, but I had nowhere know where to jump in.
3: <laughs> the point I'm making is you can go over to our Facebook, and I broke down on our Facebook. I broke down Hasbro's announcement of the Rancor Keeper and all the things that they all the bullshit that they said with regards to we're listening to our fans they're not they're desperate not to have this fail because having this fail and likely having the strike uh, the sky striker fail means that this idea doesn't work except that that's not true it's not that it doesn't work it's dishonest yes but it does work look at the barge look at unicron even though they had to extend unicron to get it done look at uh uh you know the other the other ones that nobody remembers or cares about like the razor crest you know the ship that they knew was blue was going to get blown up uh and they did and they still went forward with it anyway you know like all of these things these things happened but hasbro is lying and i love the guys who are putting out videos and 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 articles and everything else that are are telling people to stop and think. Stop and think. If you, if you fund this toy, if you fund the Rancor, you are telling Hasbro, we are basically going to buy anything. And then you're never going to get, we're never going to get stuff we want. We're only going to get stuff that Hasbro decides that we want. And it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Nobody should back this project. Nobody, especially after this bullshit Gamorrean guard and uh, uh, what's his name, Uh, Salacious Crumb, the bag of skulls, the cardboard backdrop, and a Luke Skywalker figure. You know, nothing, not a single thing in that. The skulls are new. The cardboard is new. The card backs on the figures which are intended to be open and displayed with your Uh, 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 Rancor those are new oh and guess what Scott Malakili will not be carded he'll just be in a baggie and chucked in there why because it takes six years to design a card you have guys out there who are doing bootleg figures who are designing and producing cards that look so exactly like Hasbro's you'd struggle to tell them apart but Hasbro itself can't put Malakili on a card. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think any of these figures should be on a fucking card because the idea is to display them with, with the Rancor. I mean, it's just I don't want to I don't want to get into this because we'll do it all day. They did the same thing with the Sky Striker, by the way. They added in a set of figures. In order to three figures in that three O-ring figures even. So they're not even the current design, they're O-ring figures, which is the way the figures were in the eighties, with that elastic O ring in the middle. Um they they said uh they they presented a set of three figures um and a set of stickers that allow you to turn the sky striker into a cobra sky striker. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so you <laughs> could buy two. Guess- it's it's stupid. I just I'm I'm beside myself with anger about this. You have no idea. Or you do. I mean, if you read any of my social media, the show's social media, or listen to the show, you know how this is how outrageous this is. I'm begging everybody, it'll be over by the time you hear this, but I'm begging you not to give Hasbro a free hand. You know, if if they want your money, they should produce stuff that you want. Ula should have been produced. That's the slave girl, by the way, that they won't produce because, you know, they're afraid that it will cause controversy. No, it won't because it'll never be in a store. Because this is a direct-to-collector's project, so Ula will never be in a store and Hut Slayer Leia would never be in a store. And those are the figures that should have been done. Well, maybe not Hut Slayer Leia, but Ula should have been done. 100% Ula should have been done. And this was a golden opportunity for them to revisit Hut Slayer Leia. Not fucking Salacious Crumb. Who, by the way, you can buy in the Disney parks now as part of the beast pack that they just put out. Anyway, all right. Enough so- enough about fucking HasLab. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, I'm hoping to be able to film the final moments of its <laughs>
1: failing. Um, and then we'll have a little video of that up online Sure. So so what you're saying, though, is that take your $350 and go to a very talented artist like Toy Weaver and have him make you some stuff, and that would be better than giving your money to Hasbro.
3: I would take a Toy Weaver product over any HasLab product. I take a single figure of anything that Toy Weaver makes over any HasLab product that that, uh, that I have seen so far maybe the barge would be close. And I had the barge. Remember that beast sandwich? I think it was huge. Massive for no reason. Yeah. And we had the beast in the archive and, you know, just no. And And again, I'll reiterate, to me, the only one so far, the only one that fits the original criteria for HasLab is the barge. All the rest of these do not. Maybe Galactus, maybe Galactus might have also fit the criteria. The Sentinel might have fit the criteria, but, you know, I'm, I I struggle to bring those up because the Sentinel had other problems. We don't know what the fuck Galactus is going to look like yet in the sense of, you know.
1: I, I saw one of what, the Sentinels. What the fuck the problem is going to be there, so. I saw a Sentinel in the wild uh, th- this weekend at uh, Los Angeles Comic Con it's a big boy isn't he yeah and somebody had uh like painted it so it had like realistic metal like like it was scuffed or whatever like so it so somebody had taken oh, nice. that and then you know added some some coloring to it to make to make it look like it was kind of like battle damaged i think That's wow cool. so but yeah so i saw it and i wonder if they also like glued the leg so it wouldn't move it was like in a well, it, it was in a glass well, cube so you couldn't touch it
3: one of us has at least a little bit of well two of us have a little hands-on experience with the sentinel mr sandwich
2: yes. i mean i didn't take it out of the packaging because i'm afraid to even look at the thing for two seconds because i don't <laughs> know what would happen to it um but it, it's a big boy it's definitely a big boy i've definitely seen three of them together and you can Great. appreciate the size what kind of moron would buy three of those things I that's what i asked who would support Haslab three times on the same project exactly
3: okay in <laughs> fairness whoever it is that you're talking about sandwich I'm sure when the Sentinel <laughs> was presented it was shortly, you know, it wasn't wasn't terribly long after the you, you know the barge and maybe, you know, the the good things that came from the barge maybe that person thought they would wash over onto the Sentinel. How did I know uh, how did that person know <laughs> that they were going to cheap out on the joints and not use ratcheted joints in the weight-bearing joints on the dumb toy?
1: No one knew that. You know
3: what, though? Especially I, I, this
2: person who bought three of them. I,
1: I think, though, that that person's going to be Someone. okay because that Sentinel looks just like it did in the X-Men cartoon from the 90s that they have just decided to continue doing on Disney+. Plus. So I think Correct. very shortly that's going to go up in value significantly. And oh, yeah.
3: I've, I, I'm already making plans for the... Uh, uh, if, if I'm being honest, I really only want one for my display. And I'm going to display him with the master mold. I'm telling everybody, I'm going to display him with the master mold head on him and a, a three and three quarter or four inch Marvel Legends Cyclops, which I am going to have custom painted to match uh, the Cyclops from X-Factor. So that's the white X costume uh, with no hood on um, because um, that is, Issue of X Factor, where basically Cyclops is fighting Master Mold by himself, is one of my favorite comics ever, and that was the whole reason I wanted to get this Sentinel. And yes, the other two are probably for for flipping, but
2: who knows? <laughs> hey, the GI Joe thing isn't going to fund either. It only has one more day, and it's I, I don't think it sure. will. I
3: don't think it will either. So then the
2: question is, what do we do with ha- what? What does Hasbro do with Haslab if two of their I don't know. I don't know if the, the G.I. Joe thing is as big as the Rancor was for them, but what do they do now if two of their projects came back unfunded? Do they well, not do them? Do, well, you know I guess either they
3: have two choices. They either end Has Lab as an idea because there will be it's not even a significant number yet. I think they need a couple more I, I think they would have needed all three of these to fail in order for them to seriously face Let's talk about the Hazlab projects. Barge, Unicron, Sentinel, Hero Quest, go yeah. fucking die. Razor Crest, Galactus, that's six. Yeah. And then these three uh, Rancor, Rancor, G.I. Joe Striker, G.I. Joe Striker, uh, and yeah. then the Proton Pack. And the Proton Pack. So they've had nine so far, and two of them. Are maybe gonna fail now. I think Scott's a math guy. Isn't that like twenty percent or something? Two out of ten, roughly. Two out of
1: nine. Two out of nine. So yeah, it's slightly slightly less than twenty percent.
3: So they've had if these two fail, they've had twenty a twenty percent failure rate and an eighty percent success rate. I think we're gonna see another lab However, what I I hope but I doubt will happen is that Hasbro will petition collectors for ideas rather than going on their own. So if they had said, Hey guys, um, you know, here's a list of, here's, here's a potential list of HasLab projects for star Wars, right. And they give, let's say they give three, what sort of tier items would you like to see with these, if we do one of these, if one of these gets selected, and so on. Somehow to involve the fans more in the selection process, or else they're gonna go through this again. Yeah. So and they have to stop fucking cheaping out. No one needs a metal chain and a metal earring instead of having Malakili, Ula, and I I, I don't know, something. Hot slayer layout. I mean, it was a layup for them. It was right. the Rancor in three figures. It was a layup. It would have funded in two minutes. And they could have had the fu- they could have had it the number be fifteen thousand and it would have funded in it probably would have funded in the first two days. And they just, just, just
1: won't do it. So they here, just here's what I'd what's say wrong with you. you know, first, first of all, I, I had that math backwards. It's a little bit more. So it's about twenty two percent failure rate. But they're really not if, if they're only showing 3D renders, they haven't really put any money into these. If it fails, they haven't lost very much, right? So that three quarters of the time when it's successful, how, how many millions did we say it was for the... Uh... Quite a few. So, Do the math. 350
3: so, times 9,000. Right. 350 times 9,000. What does that equal? Because if the thing funds, that's money in Hasbro's pocket right out of the gate.
1: Right, so that's three, and, and we should, $3 million dollars. Versus if it doesn't fund, what did a they really billion
3: lose? $1 dollar company.
1: Right. But what did they lose if it if it doesn't fund all they didn't lose any real money? I mean, but that I whatever the
3: time it was to pay the designers, uh, if they built if they actually built a model, which they did do in all of the cases so far, even if it came late, you're probably talking about I mean hasbro will tell you it costs a couple of thousand dollars to do if that's the case they're not doing it right because you probably could 3d print a model off of this i'd say probably for i mean let's be honest let's let's say a couple of hundred bucks
1: you know to print the model off but i i think doing what you said kev is is the way to do it right if they say ask the fans what do you want the next HasLab to be what should the tiers be and then they they don't have to give the numbers right they could they could solicit the feedback and then pick and choose well the fans said this the fan you know what i mean like yeah if they if if they got 10 ideas from the fans and they're like these five we absolutely can't do so they can still just pick the top three of the other five <laughs> that that might work right so soliciting you know, fan like, feedback yeah. they're going to see what people want and then yeah. they can decide of the things people want what can we then make a profit selling right that seems like a good idea
3: You know, when Hasbro was doing their fan poll for years and years and years about what three and three-quarter figure you'd like to see next, uh, what that Jedi librarian chick, whose name I forget, was always in uh, in the top. Always in the top. And she might have even topped a few of those lists. I don't remember. But at one point, it became a joke that every time Hasbro did a poll, that everybody should vote for that character. And they never did her until... Until one of the e-retailers stepped forward and said, "We'd like to do it. We'll, you know, like we'll, we'll be your partner on this piece, uh, so long as we have input into its creation and so on and so forth." That's the only way it got done. The polls are bullshit because they're they're polling with the expectation that they already know what fans are thinking and they've already been working on pieces in that time. There's no way a poll a poll a fan poll is real or that they listen. There's no way I said that. Yeah, it would be ideal if that was the case. And this is why Hasbro will never hire me because I'll be the first person to say you fuckheads aren't listening to anyone. Let's just take GI Joe. Why would you do a three and three quarter up ups, uh, re-up of a, of a vintage toy that's less money to acquire than your has lab two. It's intended for a three and three quarter line that you don't support currently. And three, your six inch line is blowing off the shelves. Why aren't you doing a six inch scale G.I. Joe vehicle? That fucking Jeep. What was it called? The VAMP or the what, what? The fucking Jeep. Why don't you do that as a fucking Haslab? That would sell like hotcakes. Hotcakes.
1: Here's my impression of Kevin, his first meeting at HasLab. You fuckheads have no idea what you're doing. My work here is done. Thank you. And he's out at the first, he's in, yeah. he's fired, no, he's gone. First they, meeting.
3: Yeah, they they know that in the hiring process.
1: <laughs> All right. I think we've spent enough time on HasLab. Let's move to the other yeah. main topic All of, of this show. The, the, the
3: entire community has spent enough fucking time and money on fucking HasLab.
1: So then let, let's move on to the MCU, right? The only other thing that we talk about. <laughs>
3: Yeah, apparently.
1: (laughs) So uh, I guess it's been confirmed by Fahey that Daredevil is officially coming back. I mean, like, we we knew that. But Daredevil is going to be... Charlie Cox is returning as Daredevil in the MCU. Yep. And no one is surprised. Yeah, it's not a surprise. But does that mean that they're going to be making... Is he going to be... Is he going to show up on shows like...
3: He's gonna pop up everywhere.
1: He's just gonna. Is he gonna gonna, pop up? I think as well as
3: Matt Murdock. I imagine he's gonna pop up. There's a. uh, There's always a remote possibility that he'll pop up in Spider-Man. There is a more likely probability, even I would say, that he pops up on Disney Plus, like in She-Hulk or Moon Knight. I would say those are fairly likely.
1: I mean, She-Hulk for sure, because you got the lawyer angle too.
3: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, and then if they're going to do a a show of of his very own on Disney Plus or wherever, then, yeah, eventually down the line, maybe he will. So, yeah, not surprised. Very happy, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, and then um, continuing with now Marvel Sony, right? Um, Spider-Verse plot synopsis got dropped. So Spider-Verse 2, I mean, is in the works, but we knew that was coming too, right? And, and
3: what's great about Into the Spider-Verse is uh, the sequel is they're saying that there are going to be more Spider characters that we haven't seen before. So I'm holding out hopes for Spider-Kid, who was part of that trio. Spider-Kid, Frogman, and Toad, I think. I don't remember what they called themselves. Um, but they were in a couple episodes, uh, issues rather, of Spider-Man I thought were really funny. We have the Frogman Marvel Legends. This could give us the gateway into Spider-Kid, and we know they're doing Toad um, as part of that celebration uh, line. Uh, well, at least the speculation is that they're doing Toad as part of the the um, celebration of the beginning of Marvel Legends line whatever it is so far i think they've shown us captain america and maybe iron man i forget um but uh toad was definitely part of that first wave as well so it's entirely possible we could get um toad and if we got spider kid we'd have that little team and i'd be very happy so um into the spider verse two. Uh oh it, now it's through the spider verse, isn't that I what think the it's name across it across the spider verse. Across the spider verse. Across
2: well, the spider verse. It's also like part one, I think.
1: Yeah. It, it's it's tying into get back on Disney Plus the Beatles show across the yeah. spider verse.
3: Across the spider verse, yeah. Um, did, thank did you, you forgetting my singing joke? Yeah. Did um, you
1: get the Did you get the uh, Spider Man Noir uh, cosplay that I that I sent in the in the in our in our yes, show group? Yeah. Text? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, and speaking of that, maybe we will get this time. We will get uh, the animated Marvel Legends Spider Man Noir, which is a character that was completely left out of all mm-hmm. of the Marvel Legends line. Now, in fairness, they they've done Spider Man Noir. Um, in Marvel Legends, but without the hat, he wasn't in that animated style. So, he doesn't display well with the other animated pieces from that line. So, yeah. Here's a big question. Do we consider this MCU yet?
1: You can't. It's, it's the Spumsy. Spider-Man Mar- uh, universe of uh, Marvel characters or something like that.
3: Until Until I see... Until I see something definitive that connects it, I'm still not considering Spider-Verse
2: MCU. I don't think it needs to be either. Like, I think it's totally... No, I'm, I agree. I think it's totally great to be its own separate, no pun yep. intended, Spider-Verse on the side. It's I'm with totally you on fun. that. We don't need hey. to connect every single, you know, Spider-Man thing.
3: Hey, hey, I'm only asking because, you know, if somehow it becomes MCU, then I got to go back and get those toys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't yeah, want to I mean, do that. Uh, I I don't I don't see a reason that we need to connect these. I don't see what we have to gain from connecting the Spider-Verse uh movies also I don't know if Sony wants to really share this with Disney. I don't know if they have any interest in doing that because then they it's have Still to- no no,
3: it's still part of the deal with Disney. Disney still benefits from this. Disney is still or we should say Marvel. Marvel is still involved in the in this and in the development of it and everything else marvel's hmm. still involved it's just that sony has a piece i know what i'm saying is in the relationship. This isn't on
2: like into the spider-verse will never be on disney plus is what i'm trying to say you no know what I, mean? uh, like, I don't
3: think that's true i think it will be on disney plus at some point
1: yeah i think they'll license it one way or another to, to, yeah, to I play it on disney plus yeah. even if that involves paying sony a little bit more money Yeah. Just because, because I mean, honestly, my kid right now he's watching a Disney Junior show that is Peter Parker, Spider Man, Miles Morales, Spider Man, and um, Spider Gwen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and, I mean, and it's it's very much for very young kids, like to the point that that both the heroes and the villains are all played by children voice actors. I mean, you know, so it's it's a very young sounding show because it's for very young kids. But I mean, again, it's it's you know, it's Spider Man. You know, the rhino green goblin they're in the, all these episodes and, and the hulk and I'm, I'm liking that you know the exposure to the marvel characters to the kids um but i mean you know there you go there's characters from the spider-verse showing up on disney plus right now mm. so you know, let's... I, don't know. I, just,
2: I just don't i don't see this hitting I, maybe it's just me I, I just don't see them putting it onto disney plus anytime soon mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think th- I think they're most comfortable letting they're, they barrel, they barely the Tom Holland movies aren't on there yet, so. I didn't think, if, if we're going to get any of them, it's going to be the Tom Hollow ones. I don't think it's going to be the Spider-Verse ones. Are we having fun with filters? Is that what we, you're smiling about over there, Kevin? No, I, I don't know what you're talking
1: about. All right. Yeah. Let's let's uh, let's tie this to the comic book news. Geek stuff. Comic news. Smell that? That's the smell of new comic books. So looking over at the Avengers in the comics, they are adding Echo to the Avengers. And she's apparently in the comic books. She's the embodiment of the Phoenix Force currently.
2: Oh, that's cool, So, I, I mean,
1: again, uh, I probably should put the spoiler tag in there, too, but that's what's going on in comic books, and it looks like uh, Submariner is going to be joining the Avengers in the comics, and then Jane Foster the Valkyrie. So it's like, I, I feel like that is pointing the direction that they're going to they're tie that into the MCU to drive comic book sales, right? Because I assume we're going to see Jane Foster Lady Thor in... Love and Thunder, right? We know yeah. that already, right? That's that's the that's the thought. Yeah. And then we assume that we're well, they've already said that they've cast Namor in which one? Where's Namor gonna show up? Black Panther two. In Black Panther two, right? And then Echo is currently in Hawkeye. So the three new members of the Avengers in the comics are on three current, you know, MCU Disney Plus properties. So I mean mm-hmm. and you remember what they did with Fantastic Four when it wasn't connecting to their movies. They killed the comic book, right? Yeah. So, what's the comic books are going to be an advertisement for the movies, and the movies are going to be an advertisement for the comic books, right?
3: In it's, a
2: loose fashion, yeah. It's a shame to me that Marvel Comics, I feel like, respectfully, is becoming less of a comic company. Not even respectfully, I don't even care. Is becoming way less of <laughs> a comic company and way more of an entertainment company. They just happen to do comics still. In my my opinion. That's the IP
1: that generates
2: the rest of it.
3: I, I agree with the last part of it. I don't think they're becoming. I think they have been. And I think the sad part of it is that they've just kind of let the comics go. You know, like in the sense of like, there's no rhyme or reason to the Marvel comic book universe. There just isn't. They're all over the place. And at this point, I'm only reading two Marvel books and I, you know, I'm kind of enjoying them, but not really that much. There's a third one that I want to read, but I'm only going to read it in trades. Um, and that's the uh, Strange Academy mm-hmm. with the magic and the kids, because yeah. you know why? Because it's got Brother Voodoo in it. So I'm going to read it. Um, but the point is, is that, yeah, they've kind of just sort of let the comic books go. They're all over the place you know um uh what's his name my my arch enemy in the comic industry uh no no not the guy who created hellboy joe casada joe casada joe casada joe casada's dream of a world with uh um with no continuity should get in the way of a great story where the job is to tell serialized stories that are interconnected um, is is here it's true it's been true for a while and i think it's really sad yeah i don't read i don't hardly read anything anymore is is there you know, any let, way let's be honest i'm probably i'm probably at, at this point at least a couple of years behind in those books because of uh well shall we say uh my comic book retailer is shall we say um a douche so uh i'll eventually have to catch up on a whole bunch of books but i mean Right now, independence are much more interesting to me. Standalone stories are much more interesting to me um, and that sort of thing. Those are the things that I read. I read th- I read this great book. Um, I keep it on my toilet so I can reread it. It's called Huck. Have
1: you guys read that? <laughs> okay. You keep it just That's right on the toilet really just in like a pool of, of, right. of water on the, uh, on the, the sink.
3: No on the back on just on the back area there. You know what? I, you know what I call the yeah. backs. Yeah, like
2: that's why I put that's why I put my uh, my copy of Shonen of Shogun. <laughs>
1: that's not funny. That's not funny. That's no, not that, funny. that's 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 where you keep that's where you keep a couple of Sentinels just sitting on the back of the toilet in their box. It's yeah. okay. In the, next that's to the funny. shower, next that's to the like you do
3: with
2: anything from you, you might be asked with it when you're done with it. That's <laughs> not funny. That's not funny at all. That's not funny. So well, what? What? We're just talking about things we have on the back backsplash for our toilet. You have Huck. I have the complete collection of Shogun. That's it's okay. Funny. All the special edition I, well, Dungeons & Dragons funny? books. We're just, we're just talking about things. Not funny.
1: Um. So before we go to break, I, I want to ask about comics in general, right? So if we go away from Marvel and go over to DC, they kind of do the opposite. They reboot their universe every other year, right? Is that worse? No. Is that better? or worse? I mean, like, because we lose continuity, I... DC keeps trying to pull it back in, and and it sounds like you're saying Marvel is just letting it run wild. Is there is there a, a perfect world that they, well, how could they fix it? I don't
3: it? agree. I don't agree that DC relaunches their universe every couple of years. I don't agree with that. I think that's too broad a statement. Have they done it a couple of times? Yeah, but so is Marvel. Marvel's done it way more than DC has. Marvel made a pocket universe for a couple of years that 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 had no connection whatsoever. Ever. they also did the what was it the ultimate line the ultimate line mm-hmm. was a complete other universe of books that you had to buy at the same time you were buying the regular universe books so if you read one x-men book you're suddenly reading two x-men books yeah. ooh, you know like ooh, real quick
1: let me let, let me jump back in there one of the other new avengers is star brand do you remember the one yeah. the new universe what was that group called what was the it was that was Jim the Shooter's new thing. That was the new universe, right? Yeah. And then, and yeah. they were completely separate. And then eventually, they folded those guys in to the Marvel yeah. universe, right? I remember that was that was during the period of time that I actually was collecting comics. Was, I remember the new universe, and I had all the number ones from the new universe, and blah blah blah. You,
3: you know, if they brought in DP Seven into the Marvel, that universe, was the best one. That was the best. That was new universe way title. the best one. Yeah way the best one yeah um that said though uh i mean i just think comics are just all over the place i try to stick with you know the books that i read cap daredevil batman detective batman beyond that's pretty much everything that i read on a what would be a monthly basis that's it that's five books i used to read 60 books i read five now you know like that's just the state of the comic industry And, yeah, I I read graphic novels and one-offs and some limited series and and things, most of which are, I would say, 90% of which are outside the major publishers' Mm -hmm. um, realm. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, I've given up. I've all but given up, I should say. Um, In fairness, I do read – I do get all of the trades from the Hellboy universe um, because I – I like the universe the Muppet created if I don't like the Muppet himself. I also am getting all of the Black Hammer universe books. Those are also from Dark Horse. Those are also really kind of quirky and good. So that's it. That's it.
1: All right. Why don't you take us to break?
3: What already? Wait, already? I wanted to bounce back because I, I thought of a, a couple of things. Uh um, even though I know, oh my gosh, is that really the time? Yes. Yeah. Uh, And uh, Well, then I'll just say um, just released uh, were composite images for a a Disney Plus Hawkeye 2-pack from Marvel Legends featuring um, Clint and Kate in their purple and black outfits. We haven't seen Clint in that outfit yet, but apparently that will happen. And uh, so there was that. And then also... uh, well, no, it'll keep. All right. With that, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode six hundred and twenty-four sixty-two 62. 20, squiggle 62. 262. The one we're calling. Can it get? Oh. What uh, if? What if this is as good as it gets? Yeah
0: after these messages we'll be right back yeah we
3: need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with geek stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line
2: 2017302547 hmm maybe we could use our seductive voices
3: huh
1: our what All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this.
0: Hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh. That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind,
2: what we are doing that you <laughs> like.
0: <coughs>
2: so call us on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow wow what okay here we go i'm james hatton and i'm podcast rob and we're the something something cast we're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies comics tv music video games and a whole lot more check us out at our home at somethingcast.com and also on itunes stitcher google podcasts and other fine podcatchers as well Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network.
1: Hey Geek Stuff listeners, it's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast.
2: We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family.
1: It's called The Picast because we got married on Pi Day. And it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media.
3: At Pi Day Family,
1: And my new Twitter handle is at Pi Day Scott. Check us out.
3: Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga.
0: Hello, Nurse. This is Yakko. And Wacko from Animaniacs, and you're listening to Big Cavs Geek Stuff. Keep him tuned in. Yeah, because if you don't, he'll kill you. Yeah, he is really big, folks. We're looking at him. It's scary. We're animani, totally insane and the brainy. Animaniacs,
2: those are the facts. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Pie Day Productions in sunny Southern California, and Big Kev the Studios, it's Geek Stuff. TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, buildXwing.com. This model is a 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three 3 Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light of R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up under do, do 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 premium offer. You get one scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, lighting lamps, fuel pump, ladder as well as several static figures, including Grand Crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription, each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxring.com or reach them my phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today.
3: What am I going to say?
2: What a great live read that was.
3: Oh, that. Oh, yeah you lie remember (laughs) wow what a terrific live live read that was sandwich you (laughs) did an excellent job
1: so then i can just cut a copy of that and then just paste that in after the live read and we're all set oh yeah perfect
2: soon the entire show will just be copy and paste
1: It's the same show sections. You just move the segments around.
3: Here's... We're going
2: to record like ten. Just, just copy any
3: HasLab segment, but, right? But just edit out the specific product.
2: Man, I can't fucking stand the new
3: Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, it's now like we're going to hear from our good friend
1: Mr. Black. Yeah, it's it's like Bandersnatch. If you would like to hear Kev rant about. Star Wars Haslab. Press A if you would like to hear Kev rant about GI Joe Haslab. Press B
2: for all other rants. Please <laughs> press C. Uh,
1: so let me let me talk about uh, LA Comic Con first. It's the first convention I've been to in basically two years. The last convention that I went to was last year's LA Comic Con, which would have been October of 2019. So, it was nice to be out and about in the con world again. Um, It's still a little, kind of like we talked about San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition. It was a little light, right? You know, you didn't have any major announcements. You didn't have any major panels. But your Comic-Con floor, especially your artist alley, felt pretty much back to normal, except everybody was wearing a mask, which was nice. Um, But there was one really exciting thing that I want to talk about. I was yeah the cosplay that we did was baseball batman and bombshell batwoman uh my lovely wife and i and we were walking the floor we had uh already spent some time in artist alley i also think we bought about two years worth of art in artist alley i think we made up for any spending we didn't do by missing cons (laughs) last year um but somebody came up and said, hey yeah no we bought a lot of stuff it was there was a lot of spending going on at la comic con this year but again i want to support you know, the local artists and that's, that was good. So I feel good about having spent the money. I like the stuff that we got, but, uh, we spent a lot. Um, but anyway, somebody from the, the Legion M booth, have you heard of Legion M before?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like filmmaking, right?
1: Yeah. They're, they're like a, a quote unquote fan owned company. Yeah. And so I know at San Diego comic-con last year, they brought the clerks, uh, like autograph signing, they had the whole facade from the quick stop and all that. And again, right. they're, they're free signings, they're free meet and greets kind of sponsored by Legion M. So I think that that's kind of, they're, they're like, I guess they they call themselves a fan owned company. So it's kind of for fans by fans kind of thing. So it's right. nice to have those, those little meet and greets that you don't have to go pay 60, 70, a hundred bucks for. Um, And anyway, somebody from their booth said, hey, you like Batman, right? Because obviously I'm wearing Batman cosplay. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, the producer of Batman 89 is over there signing autographs for free right now if you want to go. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. So I went and got in. There was only like two people in front of me in line. Not only was he signing autographs, but his book was for sale at the booth, which I bought. Right. It's called The Boy Who Loved Batman. You mean friend of this program, Michael Uslin? That's correct. So I got to meet him and get, and get an autograph. Let me show you his beautiful autograph for those of you on the Instagram Lives. Right. Oops, that's not it. Mike Usland has done this show. Oh, look it.
2: Right. Oh, that's awesome. So go ahead. Tell, so tell Mike us about Usland,
3: it. Mike Usland has been a friend of this program from the beginning number one. Number two, he's been on this program. Number three, he actually signed at our booth at New York, uh, not New York Comic Con, but like Big Apple Con, like way back in the day. So, oh, that's totally cool. I wish
1: I would have known, Scott. I would have told you to drop my name. Yeah. I mean, well, I didn't even know he was going to be there. I mean, right. This was a totally random event, but then, so it was really fun to talk to him because I got to tell Uh, my Batman 89 story, not only, you know, obviously I was super psyched for Batman 89, I had it on my calendar for a year, you know, June 23rd, 1989, Batman's coming out, I'm ready, you know, I I was super psyched about it, but leading up to it, a substitute teacher in one of my classes had a Xeroxed copy of a script for the upcoming Batman movie and, like, let me have it. And so I remember reading through that, so you remember the scene where, uh bruce wayne puts the uh the metal tray down his shirt so that when the joker shoots him it doesn't kill him right yeah in the original script the joker then runs out with vicky Vale, and batman chases him on horseback he jumps on a gotham city mounted police horse and chases the joker through the, the middle of gotham and that's the scene so i remember when i'm going to watch the movie i'm waiting for that scene the whole time and of course uh so what uh what michael said to me was well yeah that was in the original script but when tim burton came on we got sam ham we kind of rewrote the whole thing and that scene was out but but i mean it was just fun to, i got to talk about not not only yeah. an early version of the script but then also how the hell in 1988 did somebody get a leaked copy of a script how did that even happen back then Who before knows? the internet i mean, I mean not, it wasn't
3: nearly as secure as it is now that's for certain Um, but yeah, that's, that's really cool. I didn't know you never told me that story, so that's cool.
1: Yeah. And so, so, I mean, I was sitting there and we were having a little chat and I really did want to get him to say, you know, Hey, you know, you're listening to geek stuff TNG and get the ID and everything. But LA comic-con had the bright idea of which the one thing that I don't like about LA comic-con, their main stage is in the middle of the convention floor. So their keynote panel, whatever is going on, their biggest names, they're in the middle of the floor. So it's kind of cool because you can kind of hear it as you walk around. But if you want to go watch the big panels, you're going to be standing there because there's no real seating. So that's kind of a dud. But what they did on Friday night, because that's kind of the slower time, they brought in stand-up comics from the Laugh Factory. And Ah. I'm not going to say whether these comics were good, bad, or indifferent. But, you know, if you're a high-energy comic talking to a crowd of disinterested people... Yeah, you kind of get loud, right? So these comics are like screaming into the mic while i'm trying to have a conversation with mike with mike right so i'm like there was no point in even trying to get a, an id cuz it was going to just you know, it would have just had bad jokes in the background
3: i feel like i may be wrong but i feel
1: like there might be one in the file you have to look in the on the server i'll have to see if i can find it i i did not see it in there but i will i will see if i can find it it may not be in this episode but if i find it i'll put it out there
2: if it's on the episode you'll know we found it
1: right if it's on the episode you'll know we found it just like did you hear right. did you hear the uh, the Rowdy Roddy Piper spot from last week—I thought it was really good. Oh, I—I I didn't actually. Yeah, you need to go back and listen to last week's show because that was really good. Oh
3: man, <laughs> did it come out? Was was it badly modulated?
1: Um, it was a little. It was a no. It wasn't too bad though. It wasn't too bad. I oh, feel okay. like I got. I feel like I got the sound quality okay. Uh, and he did okay. it. He did it two different ways. I chose to go with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper from They Live instead of. From oh, that's WWE, fine. But yeah, you know that was the one I went with. But I felt like it sounded pretty good, so okay. Let me know what you think. Um. All right. Yeah. So so other than that, I feel like conventions are slowly getting back to normal. I feel like right. by the time we get into next year, you, you know, maybe the the panels will be back with a with with content in the panel side of things that you care right. about because the cosplay felt like it was back to normal. Artist Alley felt like it was back to normal. The general merchandise on the con floor felt like it's back to normal now we just need kind of the big names the dc the marvel and really the question is are they going to come back right does marvel you know is disney going to put marvel at san diego or do they just say screw it we're going to keep them at uh d23 and star wars is going to be at celebration and maybe they don't go back to the big conventions i don't know it's entirely
3: possible yeah marvel would be there though for the presence of the rest of the um, of the company, if not for the MCU, they would be there for the animated stuff and the comic books and that sort of thing. I think they would still want to be there for for the for that. But who can say?
1: <laughs> oh, so, so speaking of some of the vintage stuff that you can you can pick up. Uh, so how did you like the Silverhawks? There, it was only five hundred bucks for a vintage it, Silverhawk. Outrageous. <laughs> And they're
3: only going for that price now because the new ones are coming out. I feel like I have a complete collection of original Silverhawks somewhere in the archive. I know for sure I have some Silverhawks in the archive. um, And I felt like the last time the sandwich and I got into that area, I felt like some of them were not there, but I know I had an original run of them. A complete run of them, rather, and the and the ships and the whole thing. It's just possible that it's it's in two different places, which doesn't seem possible, but I can't think of another explanation. That said, I'm way looking forward to the Super Seven versions that are coming out. Wave two of which is currently, I think, currently up for pre order. Uh, speaking of products, so you can check that out. The new uh, wave is. Um, uh, one of you might have to pull this up it's uh it's Monstar but it's the un uh, unconverted unarmored Monstar uh, so that's the big bad guy, but that's his regular form. Uh, you also have um windhammer I think it's windhammer uh, so he's one of the bad guys um, uh, the one with the pitchfork. Uh, he kind of looks like Ukla the mock a little bit uh, but differently colored. Deep cut. Uh, and it, yeah and then you have bluegrass uh who is you know duh he's uh the pilot for their ship he's the cowboy cyborg guy uh so he has a couple of guitars with him lots of effects lots of uh stuff that come with these figures and the la- well, who's the last one
1: I, I'm, I'm looking uh, are these all under the category of silverhawk on the super 7 website yeah. All right. Unless yeah, well, they pulled
3: the pre-order already, which I don't think that they would have, but it's basically one of the twins. So you have Quicksilver and then you have the Twins and then you have Copper Kid and Bluegrass. That's the team. Um and the girl part of the Twins, whose name I'm also forgetting currently, uh she was in wave 1 and this one is in wave 2, but I can't remember what his name is. The life of me.
1: Yeah, I'm not finding anything on uh, it it this would be the super7.com, right?
3: Yeah, no, nothing. I'm not finding
1: oh. anything for Silverhawks.
3: Look, look on look on Big Bad Toy Store. Okay. And uh put in Silverhawks. I'm pretty they're probably still up for pre-order there, also. Um, anyway, the last bit that uh is, is with that wave is the transformation throne item, uh, which seats both the Outrageously big monster armored monstar and the smaller regular version monstar. Um, so that's an that's an item also that that if you're a Silverhawks fan, you definitely want to pick that, that up. And that is not something they did in the original line. Uh so yeah, so there you go. Yeah, Silverhawks so, is definitely still happening.
1: So that pre-order, June of 2022, um, is Monstar. Buzzsaw, Quicksilver, and Steelheart. That's that's series one. We're on wave two. Oh, okay. Wow, and yeah. but series one doesn't even come out till June of twenty twenty two. Correct. Okay, so set two is Bluegrass, Steel Will, Monstar. Steel Will. That's it. Steelheart and Steel Will. Those are the two. So yeah, then you got the the Monstar again, and Windhammer, and Transformation Throne.
3: Yeah. And the Monstar is the regular version, of Monstar, not the armored up crazy version of Monstar. So there's that.
1: Who's, the, uh, who's yeah. this goofy? Oh yeah,
3: he does look like Ukla the Muck, kinda. Yeah, he does a little bit, doesn't he? <laughs> someone's someone's gonna kit bash him into in, into Ukla. Okay, probably.
1: okay, sandwich. Who is Ukla the Muck?
2: Ukla the Muck is someone that you guys
1: know that I
3: don't. Oh well, we're gonna have to put a change to that. Get out your notebook. <laughs> Again, one of the best. Uh, write down one of the best car- Saturday morning cartoons. One hundred percent, one of the best ever. Write this down, sandwich. Thundar the Barbarian. That's with two R's at the end of two Thundar. R's. Thundar the Barbarian. Yeah, you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get that in front of sandwich. Um, so that said uh yeah so it's not a surprise that the original um silverhawks figures have gone up yeah i knew i knew that was going to happen um so
1: so my question for you complete
3: if i don't have a complete original set i will look to to complete my original set although i'm really i'm nearly positive that i have a complete original set
1: so. so so you wouldn't be open to selling that original set to fund other purchases it's more likely that you would want to complete that original set.
3: Yeah. And I, I, and again, I'm pretty sure that I have it. So yeah, I, I would, I would be way more interested in having both of those sets than, um, cause Silverhawks is just one of those shows that I just really liked as a kid. Uh, you know, when I saw it in, in reruns, uh, you know, after school, after hit, it had been out for, you know, dozens of years. So, uh, yeah, I yeah I would definitely be interested in having sort of a complete Silverhawks run, old and new, and so that's why I'm ordering the Super Seven ones, obviously. And speaking of Super Seven, let's uh, let's wrap up with this little piece of information. So Super Seven uh, put out a teaser image on all their social media yesterday and said the next line of Ultimates. Now we should say the Ultimates is a six slash seven inch scale line of figures from super seven that are, uh, that have amazing articulation, lots and lots and lots of accessories and, uh, are really kind of really well done figures. We have to say it's really an interesting line and Brian Flynn, who is the head of super seven over there and, and a really nice guy. He's got a really good eye for licenses, AKA the silver Hawks, which super seven, is not only making Silverhawks figures, they bought the Silverhawks IP. They own the Silverhawks, and it's a new cartoon is coming and the whole thing. But the teaser image they put out was the Warner Brothers Tower, and and they said the next line of Ultimates will be busting out of there. Uh, You know, I think they said next Monday or something like that. From, from there and Acme Labs. So, for those of you in the know, what he's talking about clearly is Animaniacs. And it looks like Super 7 has got a license to do Animaniacs merchandise, at least an ultimate line, which I think is amazing. And I'm totally behind this 100%. Just to refresh listeners as well, uh, Super 7 is the company that's doing the Disney line currently. They did the Robin Hood um, that we talked about, the Fantasia uh, bits, uh, all of that stuff. We talked about their first two lines, and they're amazing. Uh, the first uh, line had um, uh, Prince John and Hiss, uh, and the I believe it was the Hippo from Fantasia, and the second line had Robin Hood, which you could transform into the Stork costume Robin Hood, which means right. I gotta buy another one. Uh, and uh and a couple of other great characters
1: in there as well. So
3: yeah, so there you go. That's uh that's your super seven
1: update, I suppose. Yeah, and so and with that Animaniacs announcement, you just changed the idea in the middle of this episode as if by magic.
3: As if by magic, yeah. You could go with one of two. I'd go with the one. Um, that is uh, the Animaniacs one. Yes.
1: Have you watched That's... the new the new Animaniacs? Like, no. Yeah, it's kind of updated. I've I've heard it's a little meh, but I do want to watch. It. I just haven't sat down and done it. Yet. I watched the first, I think, two or three episodes, and, and in fact, some of the new production, the rebooted uh, production, comes from the, the the new season of Animaniacs. In their new uh, intro, I believe they say we we were meta before meta was a thing and that's you know very true so it is kind of fun to see something that was so self-referential before go away and come back 20 years later right so it's yeah it's i'll be i'll be really interested to see it that's for sure so
3: and with that gentlemen we should bring this episode to a close
1: so let's uh let's do the social medias before we get out of here don't forget to um like follow and subscribe wherever you get your uh, whatever your favorite podcatcher is, leave a positive review. It's also nice. Helps other people to find the show. And you can follow us on the Instagrams and the Twitters and the Facebooks. It's GeekStuffTNG in all of those places. And if you really want to support the show, check us out over on Patreon, where you can support the show at a dollar a month and get access to the Discord. $3 a month, get access to the Early Bird Special. You get the show a day or two early. For $5 a month, you get the bonus show. For $4... For, I'm sorry, for... $10 a month, you get to watch the show live. Kept throwing me off because I'm counting off and he's holding up fingers over there. Uh, and You then, said for $3 and you had two fingers up.
3: So I don't want people to be confused. So I put three fingers up. And then I put five fingers
1: up. And then I went like this for 10. I'm counting down the tiers tier one, tier two. But that's okay. I got it. Um, and you can also part- uh, participate in the show by giving us a call on the GVM line.
2: 201 730 2547. Or you can send us an email at geekstufftng at gmail.com.
1: And you may hear your comments on a future episode of Geek Stuff TNG. You know,
3: the next time, uh, Scott, the next time we update the opening of this program, we got to incorporate like Little Rascals music and Little Rascals lines. <laughs> All right. I just think that would be really, even if we, even if we actually worked on one just to, you know, put in there every now and then. I don't know why that just popped into my head. Why, why have we never done that? We've described ourselves that way for a decade. So, uh, yeah, just an idea. Okay, with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 662 to a close. The way we end some shows by saying...
2: Good night, Bob Dole. wherever you are. Senator Dole, why should people vote for you
1: instead of President Clinton? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. Doomed! Well, a refreshingly frank response there from Senator Bob Dole.
0: Maybe Bob Dole should run.
1: Bob Dole thinks Bob Dole should. Actually, Bob Dole just likes to hear Bob Dole talk about Bob Dole. Bob Dole! Ladies and gentlemen, 73-year-old candidate Bob Dole.
0: Abortions for all. Ah! Very well. No abortions for anyone.
1: Ah! Hmm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. Politics of failure have failed. We need to make them work again. Tomorrow, when you are sealed in the voting cubicle, vote for me, Senator K.
0: Bob Dole And on that note we cue the music. Hate New York City It's cold and it's down, and all the people dressed like monkeys. Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimo That time. A little bit too rugged for you and me.